Hello， 同情家族，欢迎收听 Look Back Sunday。在这个节目，姜老师会汇整过去不同国家与主题的热门跟读文章，让你可以在十五分钟内吸收最精华的世界时事趣闻。Let's get right to it. J.R. East to raise fares by 10 yen to improve disabled accessibility. East Japan Railway Co. J.R. East will become the first railway operator to hike passenger fares and use the funds to improve accessibility for the disabled. The plan is to tack on 10 yen, that is eight cents, to a ticket for J.R. East's 16 major lines, including the Yamanote, Chuo. And Kaihin Tohoku lines. The increase will go into effect from spring 2023. The Transport Ministry in December 2021 created a new system of adding fares to a ticket to pay for the installation of platform safety doors and elevators at train stations. Ministry officials said JR East is the first railway company to announce a specific plan. Next article. Tasty TV, Japanese professor creates flavorful screen. Japan's Meiji University professor Homei Miyashita has developed a prototype lickable TV screen that can imitate food flavors, another step towards creating a multi-sensory viewing experience. The device called Taste the TV, TTTV. Uses a carousel of ten flavor canisters that spray in combination to create the taste of a particular food. The flavor sample then rolls on hygienic film over a flat TV screen for the viewer to try. In the COVID-19 era, this kind of technology can enhance the way people connect and interact with the outside world," said Miyashita. The goal is to make it possible for people to have the experience of something like eating at a restaurant on the other side of the world, even while staying at home. He said, "A commercial version would cost about 100,000 yen to make." Next article: Shinzo Abe, Japan's longest-serving prime minister. Shinzo Abe smashed records. As Japan's longest-serving prime minister, championing ambitious economic reforms and forging key diplomatic relationships while weathering scandals, nearly two years after poor health forced him to leave office, the 67-year-old was shot during a campaign event in the western region of Nara on Friday last week. Abe was a sprightly 52 when he first became prime minister in 2006. The youngest person to occupy the job in the post-war era, he was seen as a symbol of change and youth, but also brought the pedigree of a third-generation politician groomed from birth by an elite conservative family. Abe's first term was turbulent, plagued by scandals and discord, and capped by an abrupt resignation. They called it Abenomics. He ran again. And Japan's revolving prime ministerial door brought him back to office in 2012. It ended a turbulent period in which prime ministers sometimes changed at a rate of one a year. With Japan still staggering from the effects of the 2011 tsunami and subsequent nuclear disaster at Fukushima, and a brief opposition government lashed for flip-flopping and incompetence, 
Abe offered a seemingly safe pair of hands, and he had a plan, Abenomics, the scheme to revive Japan's economy, the world's third biggest, but for more than two decades into stagnation, involved vast government spending, massive monetary easing, and cutting red tape. Abe also sought to boost the country's flagging birth rate by making workplaces more friendly to parents, particularly mothers. He pushed through controversial consumption tax hikes to help finance nurseries and plug gaps in Japan's overstretched social security system. While there was some progress with reform, the economy's biggest structural problems remained. Deflation proved stubborn. And the economy was in recession even before the coronavirus struck in 2020. Abe's star waned further during the pandemic, with his approach criticized as confusing and slow, driving his approval ratings down to some of the lowest of his tenure. Political storms. On the international stage, Abe took a hard line on North Korea, but sought a peacemaker role between U.S. and Iran. He prioritized a close personal relationship with Donald Trump in a bid to protect Japan's key alliance from the then U.S. president's "America First" mantra, and tried to mend ties with Russia and China. But the results were mixed. Trump remained eager to force Japan to pay more for U.S. troops stationed in the country. A deal with Russia on disputed northern islands stayed elusive, and a plan to invite Xi Jinping for a state visit. Fell by the wayside. Abe also pursued a hard line with South Korea over unresolved wartime disputes and continued to float plans to revise Japan's pacifist constitution. Throughout his tenure, he weathered political storms, including cronyism allegations that dented approval ratings, but did little to affect his power. In part, thanks to the weakness of the opposition, Abe had been due to stay on until. Late 2021, giving him an opportunity to see out one final event in his historic tenure, the postponed Tokyo 2020 Olympics Games. But in a shock announcement, he stepped down in August 2020 with a recurrence of ulcerative colitis, ending his second term too. Next article: Tokyo June heat wave worst since 1875. As power supply creaks under strain, Japan baked under scorching temperatures for a fourth successive day on Tuesday, as the capital's heat broke nearly 150-year-old records for June, and authorities warned power supply remained tight enough to raise the specter of cuts. Temperatures in Tokyo hit 35.1 degrees Celsius by 1 p.m. local time on Tuesday. For a second day, authorities asked consumers in the Tokyo area to conserve electricity to avoid a looming power cut, but in moderation. Apparently, there are some elderly people who have turned off the air conditioners because we are asking people to save energy. But please, it's this hot. Don't hesitate about cooling off. Trade and Industry Minister Koichi Hagiuda told a news conference. Next article: Penguins at a Japanese aquarium are being fed cheaper fish, and they aren't happy. An aquarium employee waves a mackerel near a penguin, 
but there is no reaction. When she moves the fish closer to its beak, the penguin turns away haughtily. An otter sniffs the fish, then runs away. Before the Hakone En Aquarium offered penguins and otters aiji, or Japanese horse mackerel, which the animals readily ate. The price of aiji has increased by 20 to 30 percent since last year, the aquarium said. So to cut costs, in May the aquarium switched to a cheaper alternative, saba or mackerel. It has not been well received. The aquarium says penguins and otters have their preferred type of fish, and the aquarium tries its best to accommodate their needs. Good job, and thanks for tuning in. 想要收听更多过去的跟读单元以及节目，欢迎到我们官网 www.15minutes.today。有兴趣 John 老师以及其他资深英语老师对谈的节目，记得周末也要回来收听我们同情学英语。Catch you in the next one.